Hello, Sephram. This is Mirrors once again. Uh, daily podcasts, scratch daily, all <laughs> weekly podcasts. Um, for those of us who have just joined us today and this is your first time to listen to my podcast, I need to remind you to get a con. This is a continuation of last week's podcast where I was talking about evaluation of this year. So, in this podcast, I promised I'll uh, do my own yearly evaluation of 2020 live and I'm doing it here, sharing it with you guys and I'm hoping that it will help you have an insight in your own way of evaluating your own year and without wasting time, I'm going to go right into it and I'm really hoping you have your headsets on, a notebook, coffee, drinks, anything that you need because this is going to be a long one yeah and so i'm going to start right away with my january of 2020 now before i go any further i need to inform you guys that i did not have resolutions for the year 2020 i know how this sounds especially coming from me but for the first time in my life, I didn't plan for the year 2020, for a year actually. And for some reason, I never knew I'll be saying this, but I'm glad I did not do that. It's not the right thing to do, but I'm glad I didn't plan for 2020. And now you're wondering, what am I going to evaluate? Oh, I'm going to evaluate myself because I have values, principles, and things that I follow in my life, things I hold dear. Number one, things I really value coming in number one is spiritual life my spiritual life is so important to me number two my career growth or career life is so important to me and then number three comes my family friends and all those kinds of relationships and these three core values in my life are the reason or are the pivoting point in my life that's where i actually rotate and that's where i look at and evaluate my life around those three things because if things are going well in this one to three things for me i feel like okay i'm doing great i'm improving i'm moving from one place to another or i am becoming a better person by day so regardless of whether i may have set resolutions for the year 2020 or not I still have these three values that are pivoting my life and therefore there is a particular direction in which I am looking. I don't know what those are for you, but you should figure that out already. You should know your values because values give you direction. Okay. So I'll go right away to January and you'll notice in all these months as I'm evaluating, I'm going to look at these three values in my life i need to look at the progress in each particular value and how far i have gone so the lessons i have learned the failed strategies i'll share with you so i'll begin with january considering i didn't have plans and all that and any strategies or what i was ready for the world to give me a lesson in 2020 i told myself as there was beginning on the first i often begin my year uh, or any New Year's, I spend all my New Year's in church. It's, it's just me. It's just my way of beginning there in the presence of the Lord so I can bless all these things I have in my mind to do for that particular year. And I have to say I've never been disappointed because to me, God is important and God comes first. And for the people that actually know me know, I really love a journey with God involved. 
so for my spiritual growth and direction that was a dick for me yeah i always start off like that and this particular year i started off singing i was actually singing as part of the choir the late months into the new years and to me that was a great step i was happy and um <clears throat> very pleased with myself the prayers filled me and I feel like I had the energy to start off this year and as regards to my relationship with God at this particular point it was good it was a very good one so I have to say my spiritual life studying 2020 was yes tick career life at this particular point in January is when I graduated uh, with a bachelor's degree in community psychology and mental health with a first class yay achievement for me i worked so hard for that one and in that same direction i was having a job in customer care a very good job because customer care taught me a number of things and as regards to my family life with my friends we were in a very good place and this was the happiest part of our lives one thing i've noticed about new years and all the functions that preceded christmas and the rest they hope you bridge the gap they hope you meet up with family your friends it's just there is that mood so all your relationships in that particular point are often fine and to me that's to me my relationship with my family my friends and everyone i often on the right track i don't know about you and so at this particular point all my core values were in play in january and everything was working for me lessons i learned from january number one i learned the value of friendship capital friendship capital is um something that comes from your friends i don't know what kinds of friends you keep but friends can steward you to the right direction friends are your first customers friends are your biggest support I realized that at a time when um, when I was planning on graduating, um, the whole graduation process, the functions and stuff, my friends were there for me, excuse me, my friends were there for me and they actually put up a hell big of a function without me involved. And from Friendship Capture, I also learned family because a family is one thing that is always going to be there for you even when every other person has left i don't know if you guys know that so whatever happens whatever fights you have in your family whatever whatever is going on remember family will always be the last person standing by your dead body that's the thing that's just how it is and my family was there for me and i learned to appreciate my siblings i learned to appreciate their strength their weaknesses they were very good people and in regards to that my january was summed up and summarized by two things my graduation i was so happy i was already having a job in customer care so for me that was a win-win for me i've graduated i am working so i'm not seated home and i was thinking okay this is good and that was January for me. And lucky for me, unlike other people, my year begins with my birthday. That's on the 6th of January. And so every new year comes that particular week is when I'm actually born. So I feel like I begin the year with a new age every other time. And I love that a lot because it helps me have 
a direction already as there begins because I said, oh, I wish for something on my birthday and someone always comes to play within there. I, so I just love the whole thing. That was my January. Uh, losses in January. Mm -mm, I didn't count any. That's the funny thing. Yeah. Now, February. <clears throat> February was the month in which I first invested my own money. And this is the time I started my printing business. And to me, the epitome of February was that investment because through that investment, I learned a lot of things about business. Number one, my first lesson about business was losses are inevitable. Whether you want it or not, however airtight your business plan may be, you're going to incur losses. So you should have prepared to incur the loss. Number two, you need a clear business plan while starting out to invest money. And I got that very good lesson from a very good friend of mine. I want to say shout out to you, Isaiah. Thank you so much. Um, you, however much you have an idea in your head of what you want to do, you need to put it on paper, break it down into what is necessary, the capital, marketing, what are you going to do? Everything needs to be written down. You need to have a clear sense of direction of where your business is going. How you're going to do it, management and everything. So you need a clear business plan. If you need help in that particular sector, before you invest your money, please have a business plan and have advice around it. Okay. Don't just invest your money because, okay, there is this hot idea. Because that's what I did. There was this idea of um, printing. I was like, oh, I would actually do this. And there was already a friend of mine in printing called Fahad. So I was like, okay, I'm going to talk to Fahad. We are going to start doing these things. But still, eh, eh. I have the money. I got the funds. I already had some savings. And then I got some money from elsewhere. And there I was. I started working. And I learned on the job that... Number one, startup businesses need your time, your personal time. You can't employ nobody to manage your first investment. That's number three, actually. And then, like I said, number one was losses are inevitable. Number two, you need a clear business plan. Number three, for a startup business, you need to be available for it to work. And number four, when you have a startup business, please and please only offer services that are prepaid for or there has been a deposit payment on it. Considering this is your capital you're juggling with and this is your first money, you need to start out business so strict. Okay. However, if you're in the services business and it can actually help you or you can allow it in your business, you can give away some free business but let it be limited to a point of a loss you can incur okay don't overstretch because you want to be known or anything no business should start out strict you should have standards of your business that if i'm going to offer you this service i need a deposit then i go on with my services if no deposit i can't really invest my time in you so those are lessons i learned and my whole february was learning about business and i'm so grateful i did March came. Now March was the time 
when everything just started turning upside down for me and the rest of the world because of the pandemic, number one. And then number two, personal issues. At first, I was... Um, I fell sick in March and due to falling sick, I tried to ask for sick leave from my workplace, which they wouldn't give. So for the first time in my life, I made a big decision of resigning from my job because this job was really stressful for me, I have to say. However much I was young and all this, I needed the job, I needed the money, I needed to be grinding, I needed to be employed, but there is no job worthy my mental health i always take my mental health so serious and i had taken a lot of stress and strain from the job earlier but the working environment the policies were just not working for me at one point i yes i am earning i'm grateful i'm employed but i was deteriorating mentally stress was too much and then the working environment was stupidly competitive and, you know, internal competition. And then there was just a lot of cohesion just in there. And I couldn't handle because I felt like I was falling into depression state because of my work. So I decided to resign from this job. And I'm so grateful I did that. On the other hand, I was scared. What am I going to do with my time? Oh my God, I'm going to be unemployed. But I was so happy I resigned from this job because it saved my mental health. I was up and running again. I had time to recover from the sickness with no pressure of, oh, I have to go back to work the following day or I have to force myself to work while sick. So for the first time, I took that big decision and I understood it's inevitable in life. Sometimes you need to prioritize your mental health above anything there is no price that anyone can pay for your mental health because mental health is mental capital if your mind is okay if you're non-depressed if you're non-hopeless that means you can be able to steward your life in the right direction with all your thoughts anyway and at the same time in march that's when the pandemic hit real bad i remember on 22nd 21st i don't recall the actual date we were driven into a total lockdown now, to me, at first, it was a blessing in disguise, considering I just lost my job. I was like, okay, now we're going into lockdown. Lockdown. <clears throat> and so we begin that period between March and now. Wow. I know most of you are going to be like me, but please do not be like me. Take it month by month, okay? Though I'm going to skip a few because most of the months March, April, and May, those three months were family time for me. Family and friends time for me. I kept on where all my family was in the same place. My mother, my father, uh, a few of my siblings would leave their homes were home. Uh, some nephews and nieces were home. It was full house, no space to do nothing, not much privacy. So not much creativity too we're all just there in one place moving around mm -mm -mm. and the only thing i would get out of that was um i learned to live with my i'd never spent that long time in the same place with my parents and siblings it was an amazing time having some family time i got to bond with my siblings i got to know them on depths i don't know Especially my sister, Elizabeth. I got to know her in ways I never knew her by the way. Because I never given her that much time. But we got time to talk about different things. So I got to know her. I got to know her weaknesses, her strength. I got to know her mind, how she thinks. 
and I have a feeling these three months, those three months were investment on my family capital and for the betterment of our relationships up to now, which are so good working, you know, whereas of sibling rivalry, but it reduced ever since the lockdown. So I'm, I'm really grateful to God that that may have happened very bad. We lost people and all that, but I got my family time. I kept on with friends, you know, it was all about the phone at that particular point, or you had to walk to go visit them, or you had so it was just family and friends time for me for those first three months. And in June, I started this podcast. Oh my God. Now, those first three months that I mentioned, March, April, May, were the months where I used a lot of YouTube. I was listening to different things and majorly my best speakers are Carolyn Mutoko. I tell everyone, Carolyn Mutoko from Kenya. I love Flavia Tumisime from here. And then from people that do vlogs, I really love uh, Lucy. Lucy Smiles on Instagram, but the youtube channel i'm really forgetting the name so i realized watching these people over and over 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 again i realized oh my god i really want to venture into this i want to do a youtube channel but i want to do a podcast first so i gained my confidence so to me those three months were the actual beginning of everything and then by the time i came to june i was like okay let me begin my podcast. I downloaded the apps that are necessary. I tried my first podcast. And like I said from January, friendship capital is too, too, too underrated, guys. I got the best reception from my friends, from my family. I got all these comments coming in. Oh my God, keep doing this. This is so nice. My big brother, Elvis Vega, thank you so much. You encouraged me so much. And... Because of that, I put up a WhatsApp group for Sephram and I started engaging with people, talking and all that. Oh my God, oh my God, that was like a step forward for me. And in June, I was concentrating on my podcast and I thank God I'm here. Yeah, lessons learned. Starting a podcast was the easiest thing. Um, content. I think I had. I don't think I actually knew I had. I have to credit myself sometimes without feeling ashamed, okay? And um, I'm glad. I'm glad I did ventured out. And to me, all I thought about after my podcast was up and running was never, ever be afraid to start. Don't be afraid to start. And when you are young, <clears throat> youthful age, it's your time to, to do whatever. You know, just do everything you got to do. Just try out everything you feel like you're going to try out. And through trying out different things and different occasions, you're actually going to arrive to what's best for you. Then there comes July. Now, in July, I landed myself a job, a new job. And this job was in the movie industry, in the entertainment world. I won't disclose my boss and who I work with, but... That's what I'm doing right now. I'm helping out on set, things like that. And it's very interesting. A whole new world for me, but a number of lessons to learn. Yeah. And the way I landed this job was also from Friendship Capital, number one. Number two was from the website I started in November 2019 of Sephram. 
And funny thing is, when I'm doing these things, writing and podcasting, I just never know who is listening. But it drew the right attention. And because of this more efforts I've been doing, someone actually said, oh my God, you may have talent. You may be good in this. You may be, you can actually try this. I'm going to put you on my team. I'm going to train you. And you're going to work with me from henceforth. And that was a win for me. So July, August and September. And that was most of my time. I was doing this. Working with different kinds of people. Of course, like I said, no disclosing. Um, uh, September was kind of like a dry period for me. September. Yeah, in September, I reconnected with a few old friends and I met a mystic in September, a very big mystic that I need to tell people never to do. Now, in September, I met up with an ex-boyfriend of mine and I realized they were in a very good place at that point. So we were like, you know what, why don't we give it another try? Of course, it didn't just happen in one month, months and months of talking. And from September, I learned the biggest relationship, um, biggest relationship lesson of mine that no matter what, no matter what, never, ever redate your ex. Like, don't try reestablishing that relationship with your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend because for some reason, the same reason as to why you broke up the other time will be the same reason as to why you break up this time. So there is a reason as to why that person is in your past and let them be in your past. No matter how good they may improve, no matter how far they go in life or you may find them in a better place or anything and you think, oh, maybe right now it's going to work out because I think they have grown this and this and now it's still going to happen. So whatever the case I learned in my relationships, just keep pushing forward. I'm not going backwards. If it didn't work out earlier, it's not going to work out again. So that was it for me for September. And for October, me and my sister moved out of home. It was the adult decision of my sister. Scary though, we all used to think about it, but never ever put it into play. And then October comes with the right opportunity. Of course, it was all of a sudden, especially on the side of my sister and I, but because of her work, she really had to shift. And I found myself that the same reasons she had to shift for work i also had to shift because where i am at right now going to work is a bit easy for me and for her so 2020 surprised me i left home oh my god i left home in october adult decision but very good everyone should try living independently that's one thing i've learned lessons learned um with moving out, you need your finances right and more planning and planning and thinking bigger and being an entrepreneur more and more and more. Um, when you're living on your own, you get to experience home management in a whole different way. Now, for me, home management is so important because I, one day now I'm going to get married. I used to look at my mother manage home and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, it must be easy. You just have to wake up and make, you know, that, uh, what food are they going to eat? What's going to happen? Cleaning the house, blah, 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 blah. And all these things. I thought it was easy until we started living on our own. I was like, oh my God, I salute my mother. <laughs> she kept it all together so easily. 
but home management is a very important skill especially for women and men too because it's not written anywhere that we'll all end up married one day or you may live on your own but home management is important so i learned how to schedule my laundry when it's supposed to be done where to keep things how to the time for me to rest to work from home to arrange my clothes to everything <laughs> so home management is an important skill for everybody and i really urge every one of us to pay close attention even if you're still living with your parents at this particular point pay attention to how they manage their home because you're not going to be there forever you may need to be alone and if you don't have home management skills it's really going to be a big thing for you november 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 my november was like a bit quiet and normal everyone has those months that just come and go like nothing happened and there is nothing much i can say about november but here we are in december podcast is going so well and i'm evaluating my year uh this year's achievement in total number one i graduated number two i started my podcast number three i invested for the first time in my life number four i moved out of my parents home number five i made the most adult decision of resigning from the job for the first time in my life scary but yielded results i don't really have much achievements from the year 2020 but have a ton and ton of lessons and i know with the lessons i have actually gotten from 2020 if i apply to 2021 or any other time or year to come i believe i'm going to be a better person and i believe all these small baby steps i've been taking from my career side to my spiritual side to my family relationships and stuff like that i feel like i'm on a steady progress and with all this capital of my time that i've invested in different things i'm going to find myself on the stage of my life in 2021 so we after this podcast um of course i'll have to get a little feedback from different people on how they did the evaluation how did things go how it actually worked out for you and we are going to talk about planning the last week of december so i'm going to be on a rest for some time and then we are going to talk about planning how to plan for the next year and the uncertainties and everything that stands still there is still life to live my dear and time wasted is when time you can get back so despite what's happening in the world you need to look at yourself as an individual and think about yourself and personal growth Thank you. That was my evaluation. I don't know if it was so vivid for you, but that was me. That's mine. So what's yours? See you guys in the next podcast.